Welcome to ZBR Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Brady, here to give the NFL Week 3 picks. We can just jump right into Thursday. I had San Francisco winning. I know this is being recorded after Thursday, but, I mean, it'd be pretty hard to uh, go against San Francisco at home against the Giants. Um, I'm not sure what Zach and Reed picked. I'd imagine they took 49ers as well. But, uh, yeah, like I said, not too much to say about this game, really. 49ers really dominated at the trenches. Ran the ball really effectively. Brock Purdy just kept making plays in Shanahan's system. So, yeah, looks like a pretty damn good quarterback. And, uh, yeah, that team's a force to be reckoned with. Um, We can move right into the uh, Vikings-Chargers game. I think ESPN has that as a one-point spread. Minnesota favored at home. This is a tough game to pick. Both teams 0-2, really needing a win to really jumpstart their season and maybe make some noise and possibly, uh, you know, salvage what they can. Um, I went back and forth on this, really. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. But I think I'm going to edge Minnesota. They had a couple of days to prepare after Thursday's loss to Philadelphia. And I, I think they score... Uh, just a, maybe three more points, and probably like a 34 to 31 type game in favor of the Vikings at home. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if it went either way. Both teams really, uh, really need a win. So we can move on to the uh, Colts Ravens match. Um, Anthony Richardson was ruled out, Minshew in for the start. That actually might be a little bit better for them. Yeah, Minshew can get the job done. He's a capable quarterback, but. Baltimore at home, eight-point favorite. I think they get it done pretty comfortably, probably by 14 points. Yeah, not really much to say about that game. Maybe the Colts can hang in there and uh, cover the cover the spread at least, but probably not. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, Titans Browns. That's a that's a battle of the mids, I swear. That game, classic dog, dog fight. AFC defensive matchup, really, with how poor the quarterback play is. Honestly, I I would favor whoever would be at home in this this matchup, and Cleveland's at home. They got a pretty good front seven. Miles Garrett's probably gonna wreak havoc and make Tannehill's life of living hell so yeah I'd, I'd say Cleveland wins in a low scoring matchup probably like a 20 21 17 17 14 type game it's just ugly not uh not much excitement out of that matchup for me personally but uh yeah I'm gonna take the Browns in that matchup moving on to the Broncos and Dolphins yeah, I just don't uh, believe in the Broncos. Fuck Sean Payton. Um, I'm not always going to say that. The Dolphins look hot. They uh, they could be a contender. I think they could need a couple more convincing wins for me to really jump on that wagon to where I think they're uh, one of the biggest threats to uh, Kansas City or even Buffalo teams of the AFC. But, yeah, I, uh, Broncos are so injured too. Dolphins at home. Yeah. 
That should be a comfortable win, probably by 10 points. And that, honestly, Russell Wilson just looks cooked. That's really a shame. He had a, one of the best deep balls, in my opinion. It just looked like he's just lost it. And I think Sean Payton's even getting a little uh, frustrated with it, too. But honestly, you love to see it. With how much shit he's talked on Nathaniel Hackett. Not that he didn't deserve it, but yeah. Maybe talk your shit and after you've actually won a game, but yeah, I think they start 0-3 and Dolphins roll, so that would be my lock of the week probably. Moving on to the Patriots and Jets, I think ESPN has a 2.5 favorite for the Patriots. Yeah, um, it might be closer than people, people think. Well, I guess not really because they have a 2.5 point favorite, but yeah, I think the Patriots actually win this game. Probably actually cover the spread, too. Um, not by much, though. I could see it being a three-point win. I think the Jets, you know, hang in there. But I think uh, Mac Jones and company, Zach's Patriots, uh, somehow come my way with a win and get their first dub of the season. A much-needed one. I think they're better than 0-2, despite the disastrous play from Mac Jones. Probably need to think about what their future is like there, because I don't think Mac is it. But Yeah, and Zach Wilson's going to have a tough day against that Patriots defense. It's, uh, yeah, it's not going to be good. So whoever's got the Patriots defense in fantasy this week probably going to have a field day. All right, moving on to the Bills and Commanders. Buffalo's a six-point favorite. Well, honestly, I think this game's going to be a little bit closer. I think the Bills win the game, but the Commanders still cover. Um, I could see it being like a 27-24 game. I think, uh, you know, Commanders might not be as bad as I thought they were to start the year. Sam Howe looks like a capable quarterback. They got some weapons on offense, so. But uh, Josh Allen and the Bills should be able to get it done. I think they just have a better team all around. Yeah. Um, but we shall see. Okay, moving on to the Falcons and Lions. Lions are three-point favorites at home. Um, I think this game... Is a get-right game for the Lions after uh, blowing it in Seattle. Or I think they were at home last week. I can't remember. They should have won that game anyway. But, yeah, Detroit gets this done. Covers. And, uh, yeah, I think Goff looks pretty good. And uh, Desmond Ritter probably throws a <coughs> pick or two. I don't think... Uh, Despite the Falcons 2-0 play, I don't think Desmond Ritter's all that good. Jean's uh, really, really good, though. I think they got something special in him. And uh, if they could uh, finally throw the ball to Drake London and Kyle Pitts, they could actually take off. But like I said, you actually need a, a willing coach and a capable quarterback to do that. I don't even know if they have that. So I'm going to take Detroit at home, Dan Campbell's Lions. Move on to 2-1 and one on this season. All right, moving on to the Saints and Packers. 
Packers are a one-point favorite at home. Oh, that's going to be a really, really close game. But I kind of like the matchup before when I was talking about the Titans and Browns. I favor that probably the home team, and I think the Packers will win a really close game. Um, probably uh, help them out if Christian Watson would play, but... And Aaron Jones, so that, that factors in a lot. AJ Dillon's going to get a bulk of the carry for sure. But yeah, I'm going to slightly edge Green Bay. They have a good secondary. Chris Olave's really good, but my guess is Derek Carr probably throws a pick or two and kind of train wrecks the game a little bit. But yeah, Green Bay moves on to 2-1 and one on the season. And Jordan Love continues to look you know, decent. Not great, but definitely a capable starting quarterback, above average, maybe average. So yeah, two and one on for Green Bay moving on to the season. Alright, moving on to a a Texans Jaguars matchup that I don't think is gonna be close at all. Jaguars at home, seven and a half point favorite. I think uh only scoring nine points last week against Kansas City, they're probably gonna come out hot want to really put some points on the board and yeah this should be a pretty comfortable win probably like a 30 uh, 30 to 10 type game definitely covering the spread <laughs> I don't think the Texans are good at all they have some nice pieces CJ Stroud we'll see on him I don't think he's gonna be any good but he's uh started out okay I suppose yeah, this should, this should be a pretty comfortable win for Jacksonville, bouncing back on the season to two and one. And uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, looking at the Texans' schedule, I'm having a hard time finding a win on their uh, on their schedule. So it ain't this week. We move on to the Panthers and Seahawks. So Anthony Dalton's going to be starting for the Panthers this week, which actually might help them a little bit because I think he's probably a better quarterback than Bryce Young at this point in his career. Not to say that when Bryce Young reaches his peak that he won't be, but as of right now, he just probably should have sat and learned from someone like Andy for a few games, maybe like half a season before he took over. But despite all that, Seattle's at home. Seattle's a pretty good team. Seahawks get it done. Gina is probably going to have a pretty decent game. Uh, Panthers are just not very talented. I mean, I think their number one right now is Adam Thielen, and that's not saying much at this point in his career. Um, love the dude, but... Yeah. Um, you know, Panthers' D-line's okay, but... No, nah, the Seahawks should score enough points where they... I think they cover the spread. I think they win probably like a 27... 17 type game not particularly close but uh Andy Dalton looks a lot better than Bryce Young what I'm thinking so probably throws a touchdown or two but uh moving on to the uh Cowboys and Cardinals that game's not gonna be close at all that's uh <laughs> that's gonna be a tough game for Arizona at home against that defense despite the injury to Trayvon Diggs. I think they probably get... I wouldn't be surprised if they get like five or six sacks. 
two or three turnovers, just kind of like a week one scoring fest, like on the Giants, and <clears throat> partly why I'm not or really hesitant on playing James Conner, just because how good Arizona's de or how good Cowboys defense is, and honestly, it's not that I don't think. He's not capable. I just think they're going to have to be throwing a lot when they get behind. But who knows? They, they give him the bulk of the carries a lot. So and he's arguably their best player. But despite all that, it's Dallas probably covers um, probably like a 35 to 10. And that's probably being generous for Cardinals scoring that much. Go Birds. But... Yeah, comfortable win for Dallas. Yeah, we can move on to the uh, Chicago Bears, Kansas City Chiefs matchup. Another easy pick. Kansas City wins, and how Chicago's looking and how that franchise is falling apart right now. You love to see it. Their coaches' allegations and Justin Fields being a honestly a prima donna, blaming coaches and. Really not ordering up to his disaster play because honestly he's a bust and he's got no one to blame but himself. Despite his weapons, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could probably give him Justin Jefferson, and he still probably wouldn't see him running down the field wide open. So Kansas City gets this done comfortably. It's probably a uh, this is probably the game where Travis Kelsey gets back and probably catches, like, two touchdowns, goes for over 115 yards, nine catches, something like that. And Kansas City probably looks like they're peaking. So getting all their players back is definitely key. But, yeah, it's comfortable. Cover the spread. Kansas City gets it done. Moving on, this is a... So the Steelers Raiders matchup. This is a tough one. Um, Raiders are at home. We've <sighs> been back and forth. I uh, I think Pittsburgh somehow, some way, does out a victory. It's gonna be a close one. Twenty three twenty is kind of my prediction. Both teams are pretty mid. Raiders got some nice weapons, and Jimmy can sling it still, but some tells me Mike Tomlin gets his team to bounce. Uh, I don't know. Did they, I don't know if they won last week or not. I'd have to look. They did, so yeah. You know, yeah, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Back-to-back -back wins on the season to 2-1. to one. I don't know if Kenny Pickett's that dude or not, but and honestly, I don't trust Las Vegas. Um, I don't trust their coach. I think he could very well be fired by the end of the year, depending on how their season goes. But, uh, yeah, Steelers with a close win. And uh, we can move on to the two Monday night games, starting with the Eagles-Buccaneers. The Bucks uh, surprisingly starting off 2-0. and Bakers look decent. Um, they got some weapons. They're not as bad as everyone thought they were going to be. But uh, I think this is kind of where their uh, steam dies down a little bit and stumble against Philadelphia. I think Philly, a five-point favorite, cover the spread. I think 
Jalen Hurts has a big game. I think, you know, the Bucks aren't going to get the doors blown off of them. But, I, yeah, Philly does cover this, but they probably win by 7, 10 points. Probably like a 20, uh, 27, 17, 27, 14 game, something like that. The Eagles move on to 3-0. and I think they're going to probably force Baker into a turnover to make this probably the game where Baker looks bad and then everyone's going to shit on him and see, like I told you so, but they're just going to be playing a tough defense and it's just a tough matchup, anyone playing Philadelphia. So, yeah, Philly moving on with the dub and covering. And the last game, Rams and Bengals. This is a tough one. Uh... Cincinnati, I don't know if they're going to have Joe Burrow or not. I would imagine so with their backup quarterback situation. So I'm just going to say Joe Burrow will play, and I will take Cincinnati. If he wasn't, then obviously I would be taking Los Angeles. But, <clears throat> yeah, they've, uh, Bengals haven't looked very impressive to start the year, but I think hopefully they get, ba um, get back and – because uh, he can't fall down 0-2 in the AFC, or 0-3, I should say. And expect to climb your way back, because that, that division conference is too stacked. So, I would say Cincinnati bounces back and gets it done pretty close. I don't think the Rams are just a team that you can overlook. You're not going to... They're not an easy win. Stafford looks like he's back and healthy. If they can get Cooper cut back, you know, maybe they make some noise in the FC. But, yeah, I'm going to roll with Cincinnati. And that will close out my week three picks. All right, guys, thank you. You can follow me at Brady Felkamp on Twitter. And subscribe to us on YouTube. And we're trying to get up to 50 so we can start recording uh, live. All right, thanks, guys. See you.